Hello, my name is Jolie, and today I'm going to be talking all about greenwashing. So, what is greenwashing? Greenwashing is the usage of green marketing to falsely depict itself as being environmentally friendly and profit off buyers who want to do better for the planet. Greenwashing can come in many forms. Some examples are clothing, food products, hair products, and cleaning products. You may recognize some greenwashing forms when you go to the store and see products that have labels like clean, sustainable, or environmentally conscious on them. Greenwashing makes products that aren't actually sustainable seem sustainable. Actually, greenwashing is a very successful technique for non-sustainable brands. So let's take a deep dive into the history of greenwashing to find out how it came to be. One of the first times the word greenwashing was heard was by environmentalist Jay Westerfield, who wrote an essay in 1986. Within the 1980s, it was a big trend for hotels to promote the reuse of towels for their idea of becoming environmentally sustainable and conscious. Westerfeld and many other environmentalists at the time realized that this was not a plot to try to become a sustainable hotel business. Still instead, the hotel industry was falsely promoting this cause as a way to save costs for their hotel. Since greenwashing has been used to refer to an organization or brand that adopts a new environmental practice in terms of benefiting their company instead of the environment itself. At the time, greenwashing was also known as the term green chain, which described greenwashing in a little different of an aspect. Within this definition, it was known to attempt to capitalize on the growing demand for environmentally sound products, whether that means they are more natural, healthier, free of chemicals, recyclable, or less wasteful of natural resources. Looking at the current time, some of the world's biggest carbon emitters, such as the conventional energy companies, have attempted to rebrand themselves as champions of the environment. These products are greenwashed through the process of renaming, rebranding, and repackaging. With these greenwashed products, they may now convey that they are more natural, wholesome, or free of chemicals than their competing brands. Besides, these large companies that greenwash products engage their greenwashing through press releases and commercials and encouraging that the product is clean or even reduces pollution. In reality, due to these products being greenwashed, the company may not be making a meaningful commitment to green initiatives. To sum up greenwashing in short, it is basically companies that make unsustainable claims that their products are environmentally safe, or provide some green benefits. I would also like to put something out there that not all companies market their product as green are greenwashed. Some products are genuinely green. These products usually come in packaging that spells out the real differences in their content from their competitors' versions. Many non-greenwashed products are more than happy to be specific about their product's beneficial attributes, and you can see it within their brand. For example, you can take a look at the website Allbirds, which makes sneakers 
out of non-greenwashed products. And they are a very sustainable brand. Looking at their website, you can see how they explain how their sneakers are made of merino wool with laces made from recycled plastic bottles and insoles that contain castor bean oil. Within their website, they also describe how the boxes they are shipped in are made from recycled cardboard. This is not just one example of a non-greenwashed brand explaining further about how their products are different from greenwashed brands. To help identify greenwashed brands today, here are some of the main things that greenwashed brands do to draw your attention in and make it so that you believe their products are sustainable. One of the main techniques that greenwashed brands use is branding. Mainly in their products, you will see the color green, pictures of the earth, or anything that has to do with sustainability. It is also important to realize that they will be using lots of buzzwords to draw your attention in. As mentioned before, these buzzwords can include no chemicals, environmentally safe, pure, clean, for the planet, sustainability, wholesome, or anything that has to do with environmental sustainability without their claims being backed. Another one of the most common examples of greenwashing in the world right now, without even using buzzwords or sometimes not even green design, is single-use plastic. A fun fact is that, did you know, half of the world's disposable plastic has been produced in the last 15 years. Also, 91% of the plastic produced is not even recyclable. You've probably already heard of the global plastic ocean disaster, which states that there will be more plastic than fish in the ocean by 2050. You're probably also familiar with those horrific pictures of plastic debris in the ocean. Greenwashing makes it possible to make buyers believe that all recyclable material is recyclable and will not end up in the ocean ditches. To help you out a little bit to shop for the correct products, the Federal Trade Commission has offered many guidelines on how to differentiate real green from greenwash products. The first is packaging. Advertising should explain the product's green claims in plain language and distinct hype near the claim. Secondly, it is important to realize that environmental marketing claims should specify whether it refers to the product, the packaging, or just a portion of the product or packaging. Thirdly, a product marketing claim should not overstate directly or by implicit patient environmental attribute or benefit. And the final tip is to make sure that if the product's claim an advantage compared to the competition they are facing within the brands, their claim should be supported. It is also fascinating that the FTC also offers some more greenwashing examples. So here are two of them. The first is that if a plastic package contains a new shower curtain labeled as recyclable, it is not clear whether the package or the shower curtain is recyclable in either case. This label is deceptive if any part of the package or its contents other than the minor con- 
component cannot be recycled. And the second example of a green wash product happens to be if a rug is labeled as 50% more recyclable material than before. It turns out that manufacturers increase the recyclable content from 2% to 3%. Although technically that is correct, the message conveys a false impression that the rug contains a significant amount of recycled fibers. So now you may be listening to me and wondering, what is so essential about greenwashing? Why is it that greenwashing is so bad for the planet? You may also be concerned about why it is crucial to learn all about greenwashing. Well, today, as environmentalism has become more popular, many corporations have caught on to this. You may also think that the companies are doing good for trying to input a teeny bit of sustainability into their products. You may also feel that even though the company may not share the same vision as some of their products, it is for the sake of being right. However, while these corporations may not be giving off the illustration of sustainability, they are actively harming the environment in a phenomenon known as corporate greenwashing. This central danger of greenwashing is that it can mislead people into acting unsustainably. You may walk into a store and see a company is working and labeling its products as eco-friendly, so you may buy their products. If the environmental claims turn out to be false, then you accidentally contributed to harming the environment by supporting the company. One of the primary examples of how greenwashing has tricked customers into buying certain products and ended up actually backfiring was in 2008. During this time, a Malaysian palm oil company claimed that their palm oil plantations provided homes for native plants and animals. In reality, these plantations contributed to the deforestation and habitat loss. So anyone who bought palm oil hoping to protect nature inadvertently did the opposite. It is also important to realize that corporate greenwashing can hurt businesses, specifically small businesses focused on eco-sustainability. The main reason this is true is that the large corporations or large businesses that may opt for greenwashing can keep their products very cheap due to their fast labor they use, and their products will end up being marketed as eco-friendly and safe for the planet and free of any harmful chemicals. On the other side, though, there is actually going to be a small business or a small company that is actually trying to be sustainable. Just starting up, they're probably not able to produce their products at such a low price as the large businesses could and also because they're actually using sustainable ingredients. A, pro a person would probably be more likely to choose the more popular brand and buy their greenwash product. It is essential to realize that greenwashing is all about misdirection. The main issue we see is that greenwashing takes up valuable space in the fight against significant environmental problems, such as climate change, ocean pollution, air pollution, and global species extinction. It is true that some companies accidentally greenwash in an attempt to better sell their products, not for the actual sake of trying to take away from small businesses, or because they genuinely want to mislead their buyers. 
We are in a critical time where many people opt for durable design or zero waste living practices. It is super important to begin moving away from greenwash products and into more sustainable ones that genuinely are telling the truth about their brands. So thank you so much for listening to my podcast. I hope you learned a lot about greenwashing. Even if you may not have been interested in sustainability or green products before, I hope my podcast has inspired you to start looking closer at the products you buy at the store to hopefully help out more small brands and businesses leading the sustainability movement. Thank you. Bye.